0: Welcome to the Build Your Life Coaching Biz podcast, where you get to learn how to become a professional life coach and start an online coaching business from scratch. I'm your host, Krista Kathleen, a professional certified coach and business mentor. In 2016, I got divorced and left my full-time job as a registered nurse and decided to bravely answer my calling of becoming a life coach so I could help to change lives as I traveled around the world. And now I wanna help you discover your purpose too. Having the freedom and flexibility to be your own boss and make as much money as you want right from your laptop will be one of the best gifts you ever give to yourself, your family, and the world. In these episodes, I'll give you real coaching combined with proven strategies and spiritual practices in order to help you build your dream coaching business that feels perfect for you. Well, hello, my coaching friends. It is so beautiful in St. Louis right now. It is a warm, crisp fall day, so I'm sitting outside on my back deck with all of my plants and herbs in my sacred garden where I do my meditating. And I am going to share with you how to run a life coaching session today in this episode. I am hosting a really great free training this Wednesday, October 12th at 8pm Eastern, and it is called Free Crash Course, How to Run a Life Coaching Session. And in this, I'm going to be teaching you how to lead a life coaching session at the PCC level. So that's my ICF credential I have, which stands for professional certified coach. Uh, if you don't know this yet already about me, I am the founder of the Born to Coach Training Academy. And so I help life coaches to become certified and then earn their ICF credentials. And I I teach the ICF model of coaching it 's the one that I have studied the most extensively over the past seven years there 's lots of different types of coaching and models of coaching out there. I just really love and respect the ICF the most, which stands for the International Coaching Federation um, because they are the largest credentialing body in the world for coaches right now, and they are the gold standard of excellence and They have continued to encourage and push me to become a better coach over the years. And I just really appreciate the fact that they've done so much research and studies on what is it that really makes a great coaching session and gives clients incredible results. And the more... I'm going to be honest, like sometimes I get lazy and I don't always apply all of the ICF principles to my coaching sessions like I probably should. But when I really use the ICF core competencies and I implement that as much as I can into my client sessions, it just feels really good for me as the coach. And I notice that my client's walk away feeling absolutely incredible feeling empowered trusting themselves they have a whole new level of confidence they have an amazing plan to move forward for the week they have such like deep insights and new breakthroughs and the shit really does work (laughs) so it's why i have dedicated to teaching their model inside the born to coach training academy and i thought it would be really fun to host a free workshop this week and teach people for free the, the models, you know, starting to introduce them to the ICF model and then teaching them the outline that we use in the born to coach training Academy. And, um, You know, even if you never decide to join us in the Born to Coach Training Academy, you will still get so much from this free training. And you can use this outline that I'm going to be going with you today. You can use this for the rest of your life and use it um, in your client sessions. And my hope is that you always get, you know, some kind of results from my free content, even if we don't work together or if you don't join any of my programs. So, Um, this is going to be really valuable. You're going to be like, holy shit, Krista, I can't believe you're doing this training for free. Like I didn't even learn this much in my own coach training program that I went through. (laughs) I'm not saying that about me. I'm saying you're probably going to say that about yourself because I hate to break it to you, but there's a lot of coach training programs out there that are not very high quality. And so many coaches will graduate and still be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. (laughs) I, it's the truth. I hate saying that, but it's the truth. And it's why I have so many people, you know, come to me. And it's why I designed my Born to, Born to Coach Training Academy the way I did is because there's just not a lot of good coach training programs out there that don't know what they're doing. They don't know how to teach adults. Um, they don't know how to get their students results. And, yeah, I'm going to help put an end to that. Okay, enough chit chat. Let's go ahead and dive right in. Oh, and just side note, I hope for anyone who's listening today, I hope you're doing okay. We had a full moon in Aries last night. For me, holy cow, it was really intense. I actually slept really well. A lot of times I don't sleep that well on the night of a full moon, Um, but just today I've been really anxious and the full moon was in Aries. And all three of my signs, Capricorn, Aries, and Cancer, were most affected by this moon. Um, so I'm just really feeling it today. So if my energy feels different, I'm blaming the full moon. <laughs> but I, uh, I took an, a nice long nap. I did some mindset journaling this morning. I went through a walk in the park barefoot to get um, some grounding and energy, uh, earth energy. So, yes. Okay, so um, I am going to go through, I'm going to go through the Born to Coach Training Academy Life Coach Session outline. So you will get free access to this when you join the training live this week. Um, I forgot to mention that in the show notes, you can go ahead and register and sign up. And so for anyone who attends live, you get access to our Life Coach Starter Kit. Um, in the Life Coach Starter Kit is all the tools, and forms, and resources that I use to personally run my own life coaching business every day and it's taken me years and years and years to get my process down and and get all the documents together so I want you all to be able to have access to that but you do have to attend live um, or you get it if you join the find your first paying client membership as well all the members get access to that for free there too. Um, But so there's a worksheet in there and I'm gonna just take you all through the worksheet right now. We'll also be going through this together on the training as well. But um, for any of you who aren't able to make the training or you just wanna listen to audio instead, you can get a taste of that right here. Okay, so in the first 15 minutes of your coaching session... And again, I don't want you to feel like this is the only way to run a life coaching session. Like this is the way that I found that really has worked best for me while also implementing the PCC level of coaching um, that honors the International Coaching Federation's way or style of coaching. Okay, so um, in the first 15 minutes, I like to take a minute or two to just connect with the client, right? I don't want to just dive into the coaching. Um, so I'll just ask them things of like, how's your day going? What was the best part of your day? What's a win you want to celebrate together, right? To just build that rapport and ease into the coaching session. And then after you connect, then you want to go ahead and find the coaching agreement, or you may know it as the coaching request. Um, and then in this section, I use the next 10 minutes. Sometimes it does take longer, um, especially if someone's not used to being coached, it can take a a lot longer, Um, but you just wanna use the next 10 minutes to find a clear and complete coaching agreement with the client. Um, Something that I learned going through my coach training program is no coaching agreement equals no coaching session. It It really is hard to coach effectively Someone and to understand the types of questions to ask when you don't know what they need help with. Um, so sometimes you can just spend half the session just trying to help your client get clear on what is it exactly that they need help with in their life. Um, once you have a good like solid coaching agreement in place, then usually the rest of the coaching session feels a lot easier for both you and the client, but if you don't take the time to get that clear agreement and then also confirm it as well, it's it's going to feel messy and all over the place and I speak from experience here. Right? And so sometimes there might be a part of you that wants to just quickly, you know, rush through the agreement so you can get right into the coaching, but I want to really encourage you to just take your time to truly understand what the client needs support around before moving into the coaching and you'll set yourself and the client up for success. So, um, okay. So I have come up with something called the Tina model. I might change the acronym, but I think that's what I'm going to stick with for right now. Um, so Tina stands for topic, importance, new results, and address. So we'll go through each of those. So, The topic is the coaching agreement. So you would say something along the lines of, what would you like to accomplish today? What would you like to focus on? What would you like to talk about? What's on your mind? So you can use any of those. And then your client will say their thing. And then you always wanna make sure to clarify and summarize the agreement before moving forward to make sure that you're both on the same page. Because you don't want to start coaching around the wrong thing. And the client's like, no, that's actually not what I need help on. That is going to be really frustrating for your client. So that's where you have to practice those good active listening skills and really take the time to clarify what you're hearing. Um, The next is I, stands for importance. What would it mean for you to achieve this goal? All right, what is the goal underneath the goal? Um, Some other options you can say is like, what makes this meaningful for you to discuss today? What might happen if the goal isn't achieved? Or you can do this. We try not to ask why questions because they can come off uh, as kind of like aggressive and make someone feel defensive. But you could say like, why is this important for you? Or why do you want this right now? So it's just really important to, for you and the client to understand what's important about this and why they're bringing it to the session today. Uh, the next one is N that stands for new result. So we want to understand like what is the new thing that they want to create around their goal. So some questions you could ask is what would success look like for you with put in their topic by the end of the call, other options, what's the new result you'd like to create around this? What is your desired outcome for this call? How will we know when you've achieved this goal? What would seem like progress in our 60 minutes together? All right, and a lot of times they might say, like, I want a plan or I want next steps or I want to create this new feeling or, I mean, they can choose whatever, whatever kind of outcome they want around their goal. And then the last one, A, is address the root issue, right? So this gets right to the heart of the issue of the thing that's keeping them stuck or blocked or preventing them from achieving their goal. Because, right, if they had already achieved their goal, they wouldn't be asking for help around it. Um, So a question you can ask is, what do you believe we need to address in order to help you achieve, right, and put in their topic? So some other things you could say is like, what's the deeper issue that's, that's causing this? Or what is the biggest obstacle getting in the way of you having, putting in their goal? Like, I love asking this type of question because like I said, it just gets right to the heart of things, right to the root issue. And then you don't have to go in that exact order above. Like, you always do have to start off with getting the topic first. But then from there, you can kind of like switch it up a bit, get creative um, and then, but you just kind of want to try to hit all of those things before you move into the coaching segment, okay? So that's the, usually around the first 15 minutes, and then the next 30 minutes is you're going to start coaching around the agreement. Now, I wish I could give you like more of a script here for this part, but I can't because I have no idea what's going to come up <laughs> for the client. Um, and ICF always says like, you want to dance in the moment with the client. Um, really, I mean, no, no matter how experienced a coach is or how good they are, no coach knows what a session is going to be like with a client. Like you really have to, it's kind of like with sales, like you, you just have to let go of outcomes. You can't have an agenda and you have to show up as this empty, clear vessel and just being ready to guide the client and let whatever that needs to come up, come up. And I will tell you that most of the time where you start off in the conversation, you'll most of the time end up like in a completely different place. And the, the client's probably going to be like, holy cow, I didn't even know like that was what was really going on. Like the, the topic or the coaching agreement is just like the tip of the iceberg and then The remainder of the coaching session is the body of the iceberg that is submerged underneath the water that you can't even see. So, as you're coaching around the agreement, you're going to use your different coaching skill sets. You're going to do active listening, you're going to do powerful questioning, summarizing, uh, reflecting, mirroring, using metaphors, just you know, you're going to use like a mix of your coaching skills as needed based on what the client is saying to evoke that new awareness because someone cannot take action until they have a new awareness. So you're helping them to gain that new insight or that new awareness. Um, Anytime you're asking open-ended questions, you wanna ask them one at a time. A lot of coaches, when they get nervous, they'll start stacking questions or asking questions really fast, so you wanna slow down, ask one question at a time so you don't confuse your client's brain, and you wanna ask questions that start with what, where, how, when, and who, right? And we wanna try to avoid why-based questions. Uh, You wanna keep a coaching mindset throughout the whole session. So a coaching mindset defined by the ICF is curious, open, flexible, and client-centered. You want to talk about 20% of the time or less, and the client talks about 80% of the time, which means that you are gonna be listening about 80% of the time. So if you do a 60-minute session, you're gonna be talking about 12 minutes or less in your session which is pretty crazy, right? That's how powerful active listening is. You're gonna slow down and give the client time to process an answer, don't interrupt. So, something that makes a lot of new coaches really uncomfortable in the beginning is using silence in your coaching sessions, but it is powerful as fuck. It is awesome. And again it's going to feel really, really uncomfortable, but the more you learn to work with it, you're going to learn to love it and I absolutely love building in silence as much as I can in my client sessions to just give them that time to really think and process because right we're always so busy, 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 and so this is the this this, this, this is the space for your client to slow down and be with those emotions or think about those things that they haven't thought about before in order to get new results in their life. Um, And then don't interrupt your client. Sometimes you have to lovingly interrupt our bottom line if you have a client that is a storyteller or won't stop talking, but otherwise do not interrupt. Uh, Please trust your intuition. Your intuition is such an important part of this process. Um, that is something that we teach a lot in the Born to Coach. Born to, wow, where are my words today? <laughs> something that we teach in the Born to Coach Training Academy is how to do intuitive coaching. Um, I like to say the phrase, if you feel it, reveal it. So if your intuition is telling you something that maybe the client isn't saying, like that's where it's your job to speak up as coach. And so something that could sound like is, you know, my intu- my intuition is telling me that, that something is a little bit off here. I might be wrong, but do you may- do you have any idea of what that might be? right? Isn't that powerful? Like you're not telling them things, but you're just saying like my intuition is telling me to speak up or ask this thing. And do you want to contribute to that? That's very powerful. Um, And then the last thing here is always ask for your client's ideas and thoughts first before giving your own. All right, the client is the expert of their life. You are not the expert of their life. You are not a consultant here. You are a coach. So we are not here to give advice. We are not here to tell our clients what to do or what not to do. Your clients are more than welcome to ask for your thoughts and opinions. But I always try to challenge my clients to answer first. Um, so a lot of times they'll say, like, what do you think, Krista? And I'd be like, well, I'd love to answer that for you, but I would love to hear your thoughts First. Because I have a feeling you already know the answer here. Like you're really practicing getting your clients to trust themselves on a deeper level. Trust their own ideas and thoughts and feelings. Okay, and then on this worksheet here we have some sample open-end questions that you can use when coaching. In the beginning, uh, when I was new, I would have a list of sample coaching questions and I would just like kind of have highlighted a few of my favorites. So that way if I did get stuck in the moment, I kind of had something to like quickly refer to and access. But really you don't have to memorize hundreds and hundreds of coaching questions um, because really, I mean, unless you have like a photographic memory, that's gonna be really hard to do. And the more that you prioritize looking at your list of questions, you're taking away your presence and focus from your clients. And that's your presence is a big part of the role that you play as a coach too. So um, don't make the mistake that I did in the beginning and having like all of these sheets spread out all over your computer, all over your desk, with all these different types of coaching questions and I, I can always tell with my students when I'm, cause I have to record or I have to observe some of their coaching sessions throughout the academy. And I can always tell when someone is prioritizing their notes over the client. And you can just tell because they're not 100% tuned in to what the client is saying. The coach isn't trusting their own intuition. And the coaching's just honestly, it's just not as good. So, but I do think it can be helpful to have some examples of some open-ended questions. So I'm gonna go through some with you here so you can hear what those sound like. So tell me more about that. I'm curious. What is important about that? Where do you see yourself one year from now? What does that stir up inside of you? How significant is this for you? What about this is most challenging for you? How would you like things to be? What options can you create? What would you like to try instead? What needs to change about you for this problem to go away? How do you wish you could experience this? What does this reveal about you? What has to change inside of you? What new belief is necessary? How does this change the story you're living? What are your top priorities? What advice would you give to someone in your situation? Who would you have to be to get that done? Where do you feel successful in life? What are you missing? What's next? How do you know that? What is the first step? What is this costing you? And what's holding you back? So that's just some sample powerful coaching questions that you could ask. Okay. And then at the halfway mark, you want to check in on the progress around the original coaching agreement. So this is where a lot of times coaches are wondering, like, is my client getting any is, is my client like getting anything useful from this conversation? Are they getting results? I remember I used to wonder about that a lot in the beginning. So I mean, you literally just have to ask your client. And so you could say like, what are you taking away from this conversation so far? And then I always like to ask, where would you like to go from here? Right, because the client is the one that drives the conversation, not the coach. Um, Some other options you could do is like, your original request was blank, how close are we to accomplishing that? Or what else do we need to cover today in order to help you meet your goal? So I love checking in around the halfway mark to just kind of get a temperature check of where we're at and what else do we need to do before the end of the session. (coughs) Okay. And then the last 15 minutes or maybe the last 10 minutes, it just depends on where you're at. And remember, the coach is also in charge of keeping track of the time as well. And you want to honor your time boundaries. Um, This is where you can start to design an action and accountability plan with the client. So you want to ask them about their commitment. What, if any, commitment would you like to make for yourself after the session today? They don't have to if they don't want to. You could also say, like, what steps are you willing to take to get from where you are now to where you want to be? Or what would you like to work on between now and the next time we meet? And then you can ask for the deadline. When do you want to have that in motion or completed by? And then the accountability piece. Don't skip this. This is a very important part. How will we make sure that you follow through with that goal? Just because someone says they're going to do something doesn't mean they're always going to follow through. You will find that out. Or you could ask, how will we know you achieved your goal? Or what's going to ensure you do it? I know my clients always really appreciate when we create an accountability plan with each session. And then after a while they get to a point where they get really good at being accountable to themselves, but usually in the beginning you have to you have to teach someone how to create accountability in their life. And then you want to address any potential barriers that could come up. So what obstacles do you expect to face? Or how do you plan to approach them? Because there will be obstacles. There always are. So it's good to just, you know, help your client to feel as prepared as they can before they leave the session. And then you can go over additional support and resources. So what kind of extra support do you need to help you with? So put in their goal or their commitment. Who will you call on to support you with this? How will they support you? Or what resources do you ha- have access to to help you with blank? And just so you all know, you might not, depending on like how long your coaching session is or what comes up in the session, like you might not be able to get to all of this. So I don't want you all to like freak out. I know, I know some of my students in the last class, like they would like really beat themselves up if they didn't get to like every single part of this outline. I was like, you know what? Don't sweat it. It's fine. Like if there's an opportunity to build it in, do it, but don't like pressure it. Right. Or don't force it. Like just, just let it flow. Let it happen. Um, and then you're going to start to partner with the client to close out the session. So you want to explore the client's new learning, addressing the who and the what. So you can say, what is one new thing you learned about yourself today that you didn't know before? And where did you gain new clarity around? And then they put in their like topic or situation. Again, this is really great feedback for you to understand the results that your clients are walking away with from the session. And that's going to make you feel really good as a coach too, because you're going to be like, oh yes, they got something from the coaching session. And then this is like words that you can start to use as well, like on your website and your social media post. um, And as you're advertising your coaching sessions and you're like, this is the results that I help my clients to get through my sessions. And right, you can start to use their words. Um, And then you want to incorporate the new learning moving forward. So asking how we use this new learning moving forward. What will now be different in your life as a result of put in their new learning. And then you summarize and celebrate their new learning. So what that could sound like is um, right. Also, I guess another way to say this is like you're going to acknowledge them in some way and, you know, really make it a meaningful acknowledgement. So you could say something along the lines of like, I just, I just want to honor the way that you showed up in our session today. You were very vulnerable. You were very vulnerable and you really like opened up and allowed yourself to go deep into that fear that you were experiencing. And thank you for letting me to guide you around that today, right? Or just just honoring them in that way, Recognize, seeing and witnessing them for what they accomplished within the session. And then you're going to close the session. So you could say, was there anything we stepped over, didn't get to that we need to follow up on over email or on our next session? And do you feel like now is a good time to end our session? Right, because you don't want to be deciding that. Okay, now it's time to end right? You want to give the client that option. Um, worst case scenario, if you're at the end and they're like, Oh, I still feel incomplete around this topic. Then you can suggest some ways of like supporting them over email until the next session or doing like some spot coaching for them or giving them some resources or something like that. So they, you know, have some help before the next time you meet. All right, well, that is how to run a life coaching session at the PCC level. I hope that that was useful and valuable for you to listen to today. And hopefully, you can join us for the free crash course this Wednesday. Like I said, I'll put a link to register in the show notes. And when you attend live, you get access to our life coach starter kit that includes this life coaching session outline that I just went through. Um, I've put a lot of time and effort into creating this outline, so it's really, really valuable and I really hope you can join us for the training. It's going to be really good and you're going to learn so much and you're going to get to meet coaches from all over the world. I have so many people who have already registered and are joining and it's going to be happening in my Zoom room and, and after you register, you'll get a confirmation email with the Zoom information and we'll get to hang out together for two hours. It'll be really fun. So thanks so much for being such a loyal listener and subscriber, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I'm so grateful that our lives have crossed paths today. And if you would like to win a free month inside our Find Your First Paying Client membership, then leave us a five-star review and email the screenshot at hi at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com or you can just head over to my website at buildyourlifecoachingbiz.com forward slash membership where you can join right now.